Welcome to the Creativepreneur Show. I'm your host, Lauren. As a brand strategist and designer, I've learned a lot of lessons about how to run a creative business. Some days it's all peaches and cream, and on the others, it can all feel a little much. If you're a creativepreneur or looking to start your business journey and you want to hear from other creatives and business owners who have been in the thick of it, then this podcast is for you. Join me as I share with you stories and free actionable advice so you can start being disruptive and bold all while making bank. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. So this week we have Evie and Millie from Mayo. Now, Mayo is a female-led creative agency built out of bedrooms during the Melbourne lockdowns. Now, Millie's 14 years in advertising strategy, website design and illustration alongside Evie's project management and website development skills set proved to be a match made in agency heaven. Mayo was born to bridge the gap between businesses and emerging artists to unleash distinct and unique creativity throughout the local community. They are focused on providing clients with future-proof strategies with distinct brand identities developed to drive brand evolution and connect with consumers on a deeper level. They work with the local creative community to create distinct elements to bring out the authentic and unique personality of a brand. Expression, community, connection, and fun is at the heart of everything they do. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to another podcast. So today I have Evie and Millie with me from Mayo. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to hand it over to them straight away. I want them to introduce themselves, who they are, what they do, and then we'll get right into it. Ladies. Hey guys. <laughs> Hello. I'm Evie and this is Millie. We are part of the Yomea Creative Agency. Uh, we're a female-led creative agency built out of our bedrooms during lockdown. Oh, it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah, it has been a journey, but we get through it day by day. Um, and I guess the the whole kind of uh, the dream behind Mayo is about connecting the creative community which I was a part of and still am a part of and Mm -hmm. you know local businesses and bringing together you know something unique and different and distinct for people to see and also kind of obviously supporting both those communities and bridging the gap between them and making sure that you know our creative community is getting paid well and you know acknowledged for their talent and services um and you know giving small businesses um a little something interesting to kind of go out to market with yeah something a bit different and millie like she said she was part of the creative uh creative world she's been in like uh she's been an artist she's an illustrated um she's a published illustrator um and she's also been in like the marketing world for like 14 years marketing and strategy um and myself just being in like project management and website development so we just kind of thought hey, you have the things that I don't have. <laughs> and all those skills pulled together. We, we do branding, websites, yeah. digital marketing, um, you know, anything that we can get our grabby little hands on and anything that lights our fire and we can have some fun because that's the main thing is we're just, yeah. you know, having fun um, because, you know, we're not working for anyone anymore. We're working for ourselves so we can have a bit of fun. You know about that. <laughs> And isn't that like the best feeling though to like move away from like the corporate world and actually like run your own thing? Yeah, it is. And it does help us when we're, you know, struggling because not every day is, you know, full of energy and excitement. Some days, yeah. especially through some of those lockdown 
weeks and months um it was really hard mm. to even see kind of see out of out of that situation but um we always made sure we had a bit of fun um and made the most of it mm. um yeah. and even our days the way we structure our days uh i could never go to nine five just keep mm. <laughs> Yeah, like I like to wake up when my body says you're ready. <laughs> and Absolutely. not when like the train's timetable, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's been a journey, man, but we're we're in a good place at the moment. Like we launched in what when was it? Twenty twenty. We yeah, launched twenty twenty. Yeah. A couple of months after yeah. we got made redundant from our tech jobs. Mm-hmm. We um I couldn't we were in lockdown. We couldn't sit there and do nothing. It was yeah. driving us nuts. So we had to, um, it was time. It was just time. I felt a deep sense of knowing that it was time to yeah. to do, to do our, our own thing. Yeah, I can relate to that. Like when I, I lost my job um, in 2020 as well. So I was working in a marketing agency, I'm uh, sorry, a marketing department um, doing like design. And they just were like, yeah, sorry, we can't afford your salary anymore. I was like, oh, okay. So after probably two or three weeks of just constant crying, I was like, what do I do? Because, like, all of a sudden what I knew from, like, birth, like, security and and the stability just, like, was yanked from me. So it was kind of like a single swim situation. And it wasn't until my husband was just like, just do it yourself, Lauren. Like, you can do it. So oh, here I am. Yeah, and it's about, like, kind of having that confidence too of being like, actually, no, I can do this and, like, let Mm -hmm. me just give it a shot and see what happens. But I I would also say that because we had such a tight support network around us telling us, you know, you can do it, go and do it, why not, you know, um, that really helps because doing things by yourself, like I I tried to start Mayo maybe six years ago, after an advertising job that I was just just sick of. I was like, yes, this, yeah. this came to me in a dream and I was really trying hard to do it by myself, but I just couldn't yeah. get it off the ground. Things weren't flowing. Um, but you know, I was missing I was missing Evie. I was missing the piece that helped me get it off the ground. And the timing, the idea was right, but the timing wasn't yeah. right. And just, you know, um almost surrendering to the flow and to the surrendering to to how things will pan out that might not be your plan but you kind of just have to go with the flow <laughs> yeah no 100 100 so you guys started in a bedroom right yeah and you yeah. you mentioned before that you just got a new office is that right yes we're in it right now yeah. <laughs> yes nice. so how's that journey looked like for you oh like well i guess like everyone here in victoria and maybe like you know globally going through a pandemic trying to start a business through a pandemic is just like crazy and I think looking back on it (laughs) and you would know Lauren because it's just like what are we doing like (laughs) we had so many moments where we're like what are we doing like should we just get a full-time job should we just like Mm -hmm. like we we didn't want to give up but Honestly, when everyone's struggling and small businesses around you are also struggling to buy your services, it's yeah. it's a very difficult time to kind of stay open. And, yeah, like we were saying, we were working out of our bedrooms because we were solely just trying to do mayo, trying to, you know, 
outreach to clients and figure out what our next move was. Because um, we started um, on um, the, we had to go on the dole <laughs> when we mm-hmm. lost our jobs. During, so, during COVID, yeah. During COVID. Yep. So then we got on the, what was that business program we, we did? Oh, it was like the the small business program that the government does to help. The government business. ones, yeah. 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 And we just kind of started on that and then we were like, oh, okay, we understand how like a business works now and the little on paper um yeah the thing, you know, <laughs> in a very very minimal way <laughs> we're like let's give it a crack um and yeah. I guess we've just had really awesome clients that have spread the name of mayo and spread the sauce to their mates <laughs> and we've had really like such a uh, a good success with word of mouth at the moment that's yeah. helped us get into this office so thank you but we've tried absolutely everything else you know <laughs> we've invested in programs and education because we had no yeah. idea how to run a business we didn't like you don't mm-hmm. get taught that at school no you don't you get yeah how to uh and especially as women in business um you know we rarely I, I feel like we rarely have it in us to turn around and say hey this is the amount of money that we're going to charge that's going to make yeah. it for us because we're yeah. always thinking oh can they afford that like their business is growing too so just the way that you know business is set up to work you kind of you you have to charge what you're worth and sometimes that's really really hard and confronting oh, yeah yeah 100% so I know with me you know when I started I was because I do so predominantly I do branding and now web as well and when I first started I was like doing like logos for like a hundred dollars because I was like panicky you know I was just like I just need fucking work like Mm -hmm. so like a hundred dollar logo but then those clients would take you for an absolute friggin ride yeah you know like And it does hurt the soul and like it really impacts your confidence you yeah. know so then as time goes on obviously you you know your worth you've got more experience now and you start to charge but do you ever like still sit there and go oh my god are my service is like too expensive for people or do you just go no this is it this is what I, I'm worth yeah, yeah. 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 always yeah. every time we're writing out a scope of work and we're about to yeah. send it to the client we're always thinking like oh should we make this cheaper and it's like why yeah. is our brain going to that instantly yeah. like our time yeah. and our skills are worth this amount but that's like a constant manifestate well, not man- what is it affirmation that we say to ourselves like we are worth this much like yeah it's okay because <laughs> when you break it down you know like some of the yeah. jobs that we've done in the past we're getting like 35 dollars an hour for and you know i've got 15 yeah. years almost 15 years experience i know exactly you know and evie's an absolute gun as well where <laughs> and and we're delivering this service above and beyond and it, yeah, it's like I think you just do that at the start and then you get burnt yeah. and then you realize that like yeah. you lose so much more than money when you undercharge oh um, yeah yeah and it's just you know uh you have to just learn by failing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we fail a lot we fail every day and yeah. you know we've invested in things that haven't given us back money we've done advertising yep. campaigns that haven't yielded anything yep. and I think <laughs> what really what really we are learning is like obviously we've got to trust our instincts and get mm-hmm. real get into that get into our bodies and know that like when we've got a feeling that something's not right it's always not right <laughs> yeah 100 um, percent. 
Yeah. And, and like that's what business is it's just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks because you know what I'm hoping it all sticks but yeah like for you so you know exactly so many all right so what's your what's your biggest failure um recently potentially like so like in the past like month or so what's like some a big failure yeah <laughs> i'd say big five so we so we went through this education program which was amazing we loved it um just basically teaching us how to scale your business from you know 1k months to 20k months which we were yeah. like oh yeah that's what we need because we're I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we pay this money and we get that much money like sure why not yeah and also yeah. like we just wanted to learn just just to learn just to invest back into yeah. ourselves of like what can we do mm-hmm. um and one of the biggest things uh and i'm sure you know this 100 percent. what we talk to our clients is what what is your niche and we realized we didn't really have a niche we were just kind of catering to everyone the community and, like with the access that we had to to community like our word of night mouth clients the first couple of clients are really random um yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and yeah, one of the parts of the course was you niche down. So we created a niche agency which was called Big Vibes, and it was for um, like spiritual coaches and mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of um, that niche, mm-hmm. which we were seeing just such a huge boom. Um, and we were we're obviously interested in it ourselves, but um, yeah. we went down that road and just bombed. Like everything that we tried <laughs> to do, just bombed. And we were throwing cash at it, and it just uh, didn't work to the point where we were just like, "Well, screw this!" Like it's we tried and it didn't work. Yeah, and yeah. You know what? That's all right because yeah, you know, yeah. we're the word of mouth stuff is basically our best clients have come through word of mouth and just Facebook yeah. groups and just getting into a community where you can you can sense the people that you want to work with because mm-hmm. we don't want to work with people that aren't aligned with our yeah, values yeah. we don't vibe with because what's the point in quitting our corporate jobs or getting laid off from our corporate jobs <laughs> and then going back to work for clients that steal your soul? <laughs> yeah yeah 100 yeah. and, and we think- like kind of um with with big vibes as well like um we kind of felt like we were too like on the on the train tracks like we were just too like narrow-minded of like yeah we need to get this this particular niche of clients and then we yeah. had other clients coming through not kind of being like oh yeah this is who we should cater for it was just no we need this specific client and i think that was like that was a fail because like we have people coming through like let's go to them kind of thing yeah obviously your messaging was like was targeting somebody specific but you were just like no yeah. no don't want you like, yeah, exactly. that's like the niche backfired it was a pretty funny failure like <laughs> but we had like rebrand we had a full brand for it and yeah. a website and you Amazing. know you, you i think I also think we it just wasn't right for us as well because mm. we've seen that kind of spiritual community blow up online and and it get really yeah. quite tarnished. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, interesting stuff going along in that in that industry. Yeah, and that niche, you're not wrong. That I'm <laughs> glad that we aren't a part of. So really, yeah. like all the failures are, are just as lessons at the end of the day. Yeah, they're lessons and it's important to um get comfortable with failing because you're like, oh okay, whatever, didn't work on to the next thing. 
Yeah, and you know what? I feel like that's like a reminder for me right now because like my biggest failure like recently was I got so busy to a point where I was just like I can't take on any more work and that was my baseline and then all of a sudden I stopped marketing myself and I was focusing on my client work. So then now I'm in this space where I'm like, why don't I have clients? Because mm. I wasn't putting myself out there. I wasn't selling myself. So now I'm in this space where I'm just like, okay, well, I'm failing. So I need to like pick that up. Day as well. Like, and we have work-life balance. And, you know, I think for little agencies like us, there's, you know, you've got to do your marketing. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Mm. You've got to work with your contractors. You've got to do all this kind of shit and do five different platforms, content. And Mm. it's just like it's actually just getting to a point where it's just like not possible to do that by yourself yeah that's why we just have a good community of you know of creatives and freelance that we work with because we have gotten so close to burnout we've gotten so close to our brains literally breaking those (laughs) those weeks in lockdown where we would just work so hard because we were just going through so much like insanity that we would just yeah. pour ourselves into work and then because we weren't allowed to leave the house so yeah melbourne like, got it bad so it's not like we could go yeah. out and blow off steam with our mates so we would get to the point yeah. i would get to the point where my brain would just stop working because it was overloaded yeah. so um you know at the end of the day we're not put on this earth to work <laughs> yeah that's so true you know we should be picking berries and frolicking in the bush <laughs> and enjoying oh our my god life. i'd love that so you know i think our standpoint on workload was like if it takes us longer to you know have stacks of cash but we've built it on a healthy work-life balance yeah then it's all worth eating meager noodles and um, <laughs> giving up our fat paychecks at our jobs you know yeah yeah 100% I think long to like slow long-term growth is actually better than like quick viral kind of growth you know what I mean um because at least that way you're getting people who actually care about you and what you do yeah yeah because every interaction you know there is an energy exchange so you know I don't want to blow up overnight do you know what i mean like i don't (laughs) be able to handle that um yeah and i just want to you know we just want to attract a community that loves what we do loves working with us will introduce us to their friends that's fine that's so fine and we can continue to to have time to work on the things that we want to do like Mm. all the little side Mm. projects that we have and you know getting into the creative community and supporting them and um you know growing without that manic like (laughs) growth scale yeah 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 and i kind of i think it leads me to my next kind of um question where it's like you know how there's so many people online that go, oh, I made like 20, I make 20K a month every month with this kind of strategy, you know, buy my course and I'll teach you how to do it. Um, it's kind of like this like gimmicky thing that kind of gets people in. So they make money, but then the people don't actually learn anything. They learn their strategy, but which might not actually fit for their specific business. So have you ever like tried to follow somebody else's blueprint? Yeah. 
yeah yeah and I think that okay was good same <laughs> learning from that was that like you can't you can't just use somebody else's blueprint especially if you pride yourself on being you know authentic and like we yeah. do um and you know if you can I also really struggle with following rules as well like I'm not the most like by the book kind of person you know I go I with her <laughs> that's why that's why she's got me because I'm a by the book person so uh, when you like good, good. that's pretty eight and ding 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 I'm like hang on what can we do here like how can I we love it so you're like you're like big picture and you're just like hang on no hold on <laughs> yeah have all this logically yeah yeah, yeah. but it. you know doing it somebody else's way is just not it's just business is so hard so when somebody is out there saying i can make it easier for you and they put a really compelling argument together of why they're going to help you you're going to pay for that problem to go away yeah that's that that value exchange if it, if you know and that's what we've learned with businesses is you know they will pay for a problem to go away and yeah. we tried to do that and yes we learn a lot but the biggest learning was like actually we need to trust our gut with what we know is going to you know bring in the right clients that will yeah. help us grow and to go from you know five grand a month to 50 grand a month is a huge jump yeah in, you know resources in you know what your day-to-day -day looks like and um you know we have turned down 50k jobs because we haven't they haven't aligned with our values and they didn't want to follow yeah. our processes and at the end of the day for me money is not why i do what i do i do yeah. it so i don't get to 80 and look back and go crap i've, I've lost my life doing something yeah, i don't want to yeah. do um, because money is a consequence of doing something that you, you know, enjoy and when, you know, the money flows to you in that way, it's just much more sustainable, I think, and, and yeah. how businesses, how the future of business, I hope, looks is about, you know, less of a we're making all this cash and more of a we're exchanging services and energy and, yeah. and it feels good and it feels great yeah helping each yeah. other win rather than just like ripping each other off yeah 100 percent. i totally totally agree with that and i think it becomes um too masculine and too exhausting yeah. and i feel like if that's the way it would it's going it's just we might as well just all stay to our nine to five jobs because that's exactly the type of culture it is. I think a lot of people become entrepreneurs because they want to shift that mindset and they want to shift the status quo really into yeah. something that's a little bit more, um, yeah, I guess like in flow and in mm -hmm. touch with like the more feminine side, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where the money comes from. And feels good. Yeah, exactly. And that feminine energy, when you bring that into business, it looks like sharing skills and working together and creating new ways of doing business that doesn't feel icky. Yeah. And it feels yeah. like everyone is getting, you know, an adequate piece of the pie instead of yeah. I'm going to climb on top of you to get to the top, which it doesn't I hated, feel good. I hated that, honestly. Yeah. That was like one of the worst things for me because I guess like it's always drilled into your head like you have to climb the corporate ladder in order to be successful. That's where the money's at. You, you know, change jobs, you do all this stuff. But I found it like it was playing a game constantly, like oh. a game of strategy. And I just could not stand it. I was like, why do yeah. I have to like think about what I need to do or say next every single time I enter a room? 
Mm. Yeah, totally. And then, you know, my time in advertising, it was like I Mm. would see men climb so much more quicker. um, Of course, yeah. By playing, playing the game. And to be honest, I never wanted to get to the top there. I wanted to take everything that I knew and give it back to community because that's, you know, I grew up with my parents working um, in their own businesses and saw how hard it was. And I never wanted to, I never even really wanted to start my uh, my own thing. I wanted to do it with somebody else yeah. because I knew that if I did it myself, I'd take it home and <laughs> I, would never, yeah. I would never switch off. But, um, you know, (laughs) never switch off. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, you just, you want to walk away from work and feel energised, not completely depleted. Um, And, like, your skill set hasn't been acknowledged because a lot of the times, you know, managers in in big businesses, they shouldn't be managing people. Leaders should be leading people. And, you know, just because they're they're there at the right time and they're talking to the right people, they get, you know, they get the promotions. Um, But I kind of went sideways as much as possible because you get to a point you can just go sideways without higher. Mm -hmm. I was just collecting skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that was kind of it's kind of the smarter thing to do in if you're in a corporate role and you're not looking to stay there long term anyway. Because the higher you climb, I feel like the harder it is to get out. Yeah. Because all of a sudden it's more enticing because it's like you get higher, you get more responsibility, you get more money. All of a sudden your lifestyle changes and you kind of cling to that. So it's really hard to get out. But then if you go sideways instead, you accumulate all the skills mm. to take away and do it yourself, it's better, smarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And you know what? It's kind of good to have like a, a humbling moment of, of losing our jobs to also take stock of what you spend your money on as well. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Through that lockdown, through losing our jobs, we realised that, like, I was throwing my shit at the dumbest stuff (laughs) (laughs) that I didn't need. And I just hate that kind of cycle of, like, oh, we've got to buy, you know, as women we've got to buy skincare, we've got to buy hair care, we've got to buy clothes, we've got to buy all this shit that's, like, not really necessary but kind of taking stock when you do go mm. through those times of, of not having a lot of cash and being like we don't need this we just we, yeah. we need to focus on things that we invest in that will give us back um mm-hmm. and equal yeah and I think when we like when we did go through that broke phase it was kind of really nice to take stock because it was like a very big simplification of our lives mm. like Although stressful, super stressful, but yeah. you know what they say, more money, more problems. Like now <laughs> we're like, oh, shit, we've got all this to pay for. It almost seems simpler when we were broke and we were like, you know, just, just cruising along. Yeah, because it's like you don't have to pay for all these things. And they're like the expenses are like so many, like minimal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, our overheads are so small. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but it just means growth, right? Exactly, exactly. It always means growth. Like I was talking to a friend the other day about, because we just did, you know, tax time, and um, she's just like, I want to be at like a loss that way I get taxed back because I'm like, you know, so stressed about this and that and that. And I'm like, yeah, but if you're paying your tax, 
and you're you know paying a large amount of tax it means you're making money mm. like isn't yeah. that like a better position to be in rather than like i would prefer to be at a loss like i would i'm happy to pay you forty thousand dollars in taxes if it means i'm making bank yeah <laughs> like, exactly you know yeah. taxes uh, i think it's just harder when you actually see because when you work in corporate you don't really see like you see it on your you see it on your you know your um payslip payslip but like actually yeah. physically taking that money and putting it aside it's hard the very first time i had to do it i was just like um i was like i'm gonna pay it monthly um because i'm like i don't want to be lumped with like this massive bill at the end mm. and every single month having to take out like a massive chunk i'm like I don't want to do that. Why does it yeah, have to go to you? So much hard <laughs> doing it yourself. <laughs> it's so hard. Actually, the first few times I got my husband to click the button because I didn't want to do it. <laughs> it's like you're just flushing the money down the toilet. It's like I know we yeah. live in a country, but uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I like my Medicare, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we feel like we got our money's worth because we're on the dole for a bit. So <laughs> well, there you go. Like, we're just paying the cycle yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like just a cycle thanks That's good though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right awesome well is there anything you would love to say to um everybody about entrepreneurship or if you have any um services or anything you've got that's new that you want to plug feel free to do so um well we just want to we just want to work with legends we want to work with fun people and we want to make every day fun because you know why not um so <laughs> if anyone that is listening is an artist and needs to get their foot in the door and and um work with businesses we paved the way for that and we love having as many crazy awesome and unique artists on um on our books mm. um and you know, we love to, well, I, I love to support the creative community because I never got it when I was an up and coming, um, illustrator. So, yeah. um, I, I guess like we're just kind of doing stuff that my younger self would be proud of. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. That. It's just kind of like, like we, we love working with, with small businesses and we love working with artists and it's just like, we're hoping just to create that community where, if we see a job come through with Mayo, we go, oh, we've got the perfect artist for you. What about this yeah. person? And it's just like a seamless kind of transaction like that. And it's like a fun experience rather than like artists not getting what they're worth and businesses, you know, just going on Upwork or on, um, mm. you know, something to get a, a cheap design. It's like we've got so many good artists. Let's use them. And don't underestimate yeah. the power of branding as well like if you want to cut through to a new audience well you've got to you know you've got to get online because you know if you're not online and, and at, at this point I don't know how you're surviving um but it's true you know, if you're a business that needs to step into the new world of, biz, of business in 2022 um and you have the balls to go out with something a little bit different and unique yeah. Like we're all just returning to ourselves and businesses are the same, brands are the same. You've got to be authentic and you've got to speak like you're an actual kind of person. You know, you would yeah, that, um yeah. Brands run so deep and we, yes, we do the creative side of things, but um, my background is also strategy. So 
I understand people on a deeper level and um, authenticity is is at the core of everything that we do. Um, we're just yeah. a little bit out there with our <laughs> creations. Yeah, and it's hard, it's hard for people to understand how to get themselves on a brand. Like it's, it's mm. really, um, you know, it's kind of people view it as like, how do I sell this kind of thing rather than actually who, like, are you and what is your brand yeah. and like, going to that deeper like understanding and when Millie does her workshops it is like a very much like big dive into like who are you like what what yeah. is your passion why like do you exist why do you exist yeah because yeah. if you're not plugging a gap if you're not plugging a problem in the community then what are you doing you know if you don't serve a purpose in our community then you got to look at what you what you're offering because you know people will always have problems and you really mm. need to go out there with the right communication on how you're going to solve them and actually do it because we're sick of being ripped off <laughs> <laughs> i think collectively we're yeah. like come on yeah high quality authentic interest especially as creatives mm-hmm. i think yeah. a lot of people go into business and stuff and they're just like money 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 that's all they're thinking about mm. and they don't and I think as well from like a branding perspective and design perspective, people just think it's easy. Mm. Like, and oh my gosh, I don't know how many times I have to tell people like it's it's actually not easy because the strategy part of it is like so freaking deep. Exactly. And it's actually the basis for everything else. But like, you know, look, at the end of the day, I don't want to work with you if no. you just want a pretty logo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it seems yeah. it seems harsh, but like you're obviously not in the right frame of mind to make money long term you just want it now hard and fast you know it it does go deep and if you have those foundations right and you get that strategy on point then your growth will you know your brand is going to evolve over time and you're not going to have to you know pay for a whole new branding thing five years down the track when you look back and go oh my god we're so far from why we even do this like why we why do we even exist so that foundational stuff is really important to us because then that helps that helps us pick the right creative outputs as well you know someone's all about um you know an earthy kind of you know, plugging up in the community and helping helping a specific subcategory of that community, we can find an artist that also believes in that. So not only are we yeah. putting out amazing work that's aligned, we're also creating new communities and new pathways to to growth within the community, which um, is is super exciting. Yeah, and I think it's really important as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's important work. <laughs> totally. It is. We're do- yeah, we're doing it. We're out there. <laughs> good, good. Love it. Well, ladies, it's been really lovely chatting to you. I think um, a lot of people can learn so much from just you two alone. So I'm very excited to have this episode out there. Um, if you guys want to follow along, um, I will put the details in the like the little section below is that where you can follow along and see what um, Evie and Millie are up to at Mayo. Thank you so much, Lauren. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Lauren. (laughs) No worries. Bye. Have a good day. Bye.